Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, welcome to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of August 1st and 2nd already. Another turn of the calendar page. Uh, one weekend closer to the September 1st opening of the goose season. I know, I know, I know. It's still, still some great fishing on. Hey, people, what is going on with the flounder, a.k.a. fluke? This bite has been torrid, intense, epic. Now, a lot of shorts out there, I realize that. But I am seeing some whopper stompers still being caught. Four, five, six-pound fish, upper bays, back into the inlets. But not even... I'm not even talking out on the wrecks and reefs. I mean, you still have some quality fishing on it. Now, last week we had uh, Tommy Fodion from the JCAA about the organization's heavy hitter fluke tournament. It's going to be August 7th, 8th, and 9th. You can fish one of the three days. It's a great tournament. He mentioned a gentleman named Paul Hartel. Paul has a quick minute to join us right now with an update. Listeners, it's going to be, uh, you think you're good. You think you're real good. You got some of the best flounder fishermen, a.k.a. fluke fishermen, I would say, in the tri-state area, going to be competing this. Here's Paul Hartel with an update. Paul is a past president of the Jersey Coast Anglers Association and a current board member. Paul, thanks for joining us. Very short notice. I realize that. How's the tournament shaping up there, big brother? Uh, thanks for having me, Tom. And uh, it, it's going okay, you know, with the COVID thing and all. Right. Uh, we're not getting as many entrants as we had hoped, but we, we, we have some, about 30 right now. And uh, it's going to be a three-day tournament from August right. 7th to 9th. You're only allowed to fish one day. You you pick the day that you want to fish, mm-hmm. and and uh, it, it's 125 dollars a boat. If you have your entry in by August 1st, you can register right. online at mm-hmm. jcaa.org, or you can get more information on our Facebook page. It's a maximum of four anglers per boat. Right. Uh, we want to keep the, the the playing field level, so you know we want to see who the best fishermen are. are I know, Paul. I I, a, I like tournament. Based on three, your three right. heaviest fluke, although mm-hmm. we do have one prize for the, the heaviest overall fluke, and we also have a couple Calcuttas for sea bass. We have 50 and $100 Calcuttas for three fluke, for one fluke. So there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. You, you do have a chance to win some nice cash. Uh, Paul, I said, listen, it's going to be a great time, very competitive. Now, Paul, I understand there's no captain's meeting, no award ceremony. And, again, the cash payouts are going to be based on a 250-bow field. Uh, fourth and fifth place. There's there's gift certificates from sponsors. So Paul, great organization, and this looks like uh, this looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Paul, the intensity, the competition. I thought the tuna guys were crazy. You fluke guys. Now listen, these people don't deal with doormats. These guys and gals deal with area rugs. That's how good these people are. Paul, uh, shake it out a little bit. Where are you going to be fishing, bud? Well, I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not telling no, I, me. I, you're telling well, 50,000 watt area, I'm, man. <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm still trying to find where the big fluke are. Uh-huh. You know, but if I find them, then uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I haven't, I haven't found too hard many tell, yet. Hard, season, hard tell. You're being, you're being coy. You're being two miles. Listeners, he is an area rug cleaner, a doormat aficionado. <laughs> well, Paul, thanks much. Hopefully, we get some more boats in there. Listen, it's going to be a great tournament. Go to jcaa.org. Check it out. All the information you need is there. It's going to be for a great cause. This is a balls-to-the-wall organization fighting for fishermen's rights in New Jersey. And, Paul, uh, good luck with this, man. It's uh, it's going to be a good show, I think. Okay, th- thanks for having me, Tom. And uh, help us out, guys, so we can help you. Thanks. Okay, Paul, you take care, man. See you. Okay, bye. Had to get that in an intro one more time. It's uh, it's heavy hitters, good guys, good guys and gals. We have some, we have some incredible, uh, incredible female fluke anglers. Shout-out to Melissa Toro. Of the SNS Bucktail Pro Team. Uh, she's, I think, out of Homedale area, but she flies her, her boat right there out of Brigantine and she racks them up. Hey, man, let's get to some freshwater stuff. Frogging for bass, man. Frogging for bass with Big Country John Hageman coming up. And by the way, listeners, the, was it the August issue, rather, the Fisherman Magazine is out, just came out the other day. On page four of the local s- section, I mean, some great articles in there from front back, local stuff. Or on page four of the local section, Jim Hutchinson Jr. outdid himself big time this time. Editor's log, Swamp Dogs. Check it out. Okay, be right back. Time for some largemouth. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It's Harry Hurley welcoming back Tronics of South Jersey 
to the Hurley in the Morning program. Vactronics is receiving national attention for being the first microbial control company to offer COVID-19 testing on surfaces. If you're responsible for making sure that your home, business, car, boat, or a public place is safe from the coronavirus, Vactronics can test hard and soft surfaces and process the results in two days. If the result is positive, Vactronics will use their exclusive EPA-registered two-step Vactronizing process to disinfect and protect. Vactronics is leading the way in fighting the invisible enemy in our community, keeping your family, employees, customers, guests, and even pets safe and protected. Call David at Vactronics of South Jersey, 609-415-9933. That's 609-415-9933 or visit VactronicsSouthJersey.com. That's Vactronics with an X. Tell them Harry Hurley sent you. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dentist to actually believe you? And you're flossing every day. Absolutely. Great. Um, And you're cutting down on your sweets? Of course. (laughs) Wonderful. Then I don't even need to look in there. Great. See you in six months. There's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit GEICO.com for details. GEICO knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the thrill of the revving engine and pure adrenaline of flying down the highway. To the confidence of knowing that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service. But Ari Snyder has one reason in particular. I had extremely large upper arms. They won't even fit into most shirts. Thankfully, biking really embraces vest culture, so I feel accepted. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, you're back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Man, the first weekend in August, kicking it off. Hey, you know, you know, I mean, the hunting season's, to me, rapidly approaching. Remember, what was it, uh, last week, the week before, I had on Mike Turtleman Bogan. We did a great segment. I had a, two seg- a lot of fun, and I've done it twice since then. Uh, the frog gigging thing, working the frogs. That's a whole different kind of ball game, a little bit out of the... Regular hunting slash fishing norm, but let's get back to the frogs right now. These next two segments, very special guest. Glad that we could finally track him down. He used to be uh, fairly frequent on Rack and Fin Radio. Then he got onto the uh, FLW and Costa tournament circuit. Big time bass fisherman. Welcome back, John Hageman. John's uh, three years pro angler. Again, FLW Costa tournament competitor. Big big sponsors here. People were talking Nitro, Mercury, Power Pole, among others. One of John's specialties, many specialties when it comes to catching hot weather, summertime largemouths. Okay, frogging. Frogs. Not frogs' legs, people. Well, the legs have something to do with it, with the kick, the kick, the kick, how you make them go. Frogs, rats, m- mice imitations, anything like that on these massive weeds. My favorite time of year to freshwater fish for largemouth bass. And pickerel, pickerel, it's a whole other creature. Like bass, like when they suck it down now, it's like you flush a toilet. Pickerel, they come through the water like a Nike missile fire, fired from a submarine. But it is, it's not an easy game. You think you just toss the bait out, work it across, and boom, it's done. No, 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 no. A lot of nuances in being a successful frog fisherman. In fact, there's, I don't know, all the manufacturers now, especially the rod makers, St. Croix, uh, Dio, they have, we'll get into it with John in a little bit, frog specialty rods, frog specialty lines. And hey, man, these new low pro- profile bait casters, ideal for frogging. It's a freaking real. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a little too esoteric for me. Maybe Big John Hageman, otherwise known as Big Country Hageman, can explain us. Well, John, sorry for my little lengthy intro there, but I just love having you on Rack and Fin. I love frogging, but it is, uh, it's a hot weather game and the time is now, little brother. What do you think? Yeah, this is a good time to fish, Tommy. Um, it's tough as it is. Um, it's still it's still summertime. This is what we wait for all year. Hey John, and this is it, what we look forward to. Yeah, this is like a three week hotspot. I saw a dog chasing a cat the other day on my street. They were both walking. <laughs> I say that I say that every year. But John, in all seriousness, uh, we're we're trying the frog and now just getting into it. Uh, some of our local waters, you know, suburban ponds and and even some of the ponds in the county parks, the lakes, weed choked. Now, you look at them, Johnny. Like I told you on the phone the other night, I said, Jesus Christ, you wonder how how can a bass get through all that 
to get to, you know, a frog on the top or a rat, whatever, whatever your surface bait may be. John, explain that, that vegetation underneath thing. I know top water is, is one of your loves. You're very, very good at it. What goes on down there? So, you know, being a South Jersey angler, you have got to learn that, uh, uh, you know, right from Jump Street. Um, because exactly, that's what you're dealing with for, you know, the, the our best three months out of the year. Um, so, you know, th- these, these lily pads and these, these grass clumps and stuff of that nature, you know, all they are is they're a canopy. Um, you, you know, you're walking the banks and you look out there, it looks, I mean, thick. Like, you don't yeah. want to throw your bait in there. You don't want to lose a $15 bait. Right. But the reality of it is underneath, I mean, it's it's a few inches thick, and there's 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 highways under there. I mean, they're literally are there really you know wow. highways. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. They're they're and these are these are highways that these fish travel. And unfortunately, this time of year, I mean, they're under the thickest mat that you can possibly find. Whether it's pads, whether it's you know grass, whatever it is, these fish got to stay cool. And John, besides pads, I'm seeing well, well, I know we call it snot. I guess so. What do they call it? Snot grass. I don't know what it is like that mm-hmm. slime stuff with the laydowns along the bank and again some lily pads and just god awful branch stickups and you toss a frog out there bada bing bada boom and you how do they get through that nastiness? They they are there and they're waiting. These fish are still hungry. You know I've I've said it before on this show, Tommy. At this time of year, you know them fish are like humans. I mean nobody wants to be outside when it's a hundred degrees, that ninety five degrees with that sun straight overhead. Um, but that fish will still eat, you know, but you gotta, you gotta put it in their face. You gotta trigger that bite. Um, they're not going to be as aggressive as they are in the spring or even a fall for that matter. Um, but you can still catch them in the summertime. I mean, they're, they're just, they're sitting there waiting. They're, they're going to take the easy, the low hanging fruit, I would call it. Right. Um, you got to put it in front of them. They can still sense it. Again, that's not grass like we're talking about that's laying on that, on, on the surface, you know, underneath. It's 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 still kind of clear down there. I mean, you can uh-huh. have it, you know, a couple inches thick, but you know, just some something to stir up that top. Um, they're not too picky this time of year with regards to that. It could be a frog coming across. It could be, you know, baby ducks. I've seen that just recently online where these these wow. are eating baby ducks. So um, any kind of topwater action like that's going to get a response from these bass. Okay, Jonas on the Rackafin line, John Big Country Hageman, uh, Bass Pro. He is on the FLW and Costa Tournaments uh, circuit. And the uh, main sponsors, big-time sponsors, Nitro, Mercury, and PowerPole, among others. And, John, in our next segment, I want to just want you to give a shout-out and a thank you because you have some really high-octane, fateful local sponsors. And, John, that's the backbone of the dealio, is it not? No, it is. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have sponsorships with regards to, you know, uh, you know, purchasing the boat or, or or the power poles of the gear. I mean, obviously that is a huge, huge deal, but there's nothing like the local people that believe in you that mm-hmm. are willing to, to give you cash out of their pocket when these guys are just blue collar, you know, mom and pop companies that, that, you know, believe in you. And mm-hmm. I, I can't thank them enough. Um, you know, Ducktown Tavern out of Atlantic city, uh, your tech pest control out of Mullica township, Con mechanical, Foreman's Auto Body, Egg Harbor City, and Galloway Painting. I mean, there's just yeah. a few. Uh, Bucktail's Outfitters helps me out tremendously with, with you know, bait and stuff like that. Bucktail's up, up there in May's Landing. Yes, good friends of mine. Great small shop. Um, you know, these these are the these are the people that, again, these aren't corporate America. These are people that, mm-hmm. you know, are, are, are working just like me and you, but still have enough faith in me to, to you know, to promote their company, but just want to be a part of it. And, and I can't thank them enough. Sure. And John, that's, that's, that's very important. Again, the corporate thing is great, but I mean, there's times where you, you know, you're good. You, and, but there's just the competition again for that dwindling dollar, that, that dwindling slice of the pie. And the locals are what, you know, can, can get you over the top or can get you on the circuit. But John, back to these, uh, back to these bass under the, under these mats now. Is it, is it dark down there? When they look up, I mean, your experience, what are, are they just seeing what? I mean, just weeds and tendrils hanging down, or is there a, a form that I I threw a what was it was that a spro frog or something the other day, flat yeah, on this stuff, job in hallway with the bat, and I said, "There's no possible way. There's got to be something there. There's no possible way something can get through that one." And how could they even see? It? I mean, they they hear it naturally. Their ladder line. They yeah. hear the splat, or maybe the ripples, whatever disturbance in the water. John, I wasn't a big fish, two two and a half pounds. 
man, he sucked that down like me doing a slice of anchovy pizza. Angry. Like, I mean, they're actually angry. I mean, it's all, you know, these, these baits are coming across the water. And, and sometimes you almost wonder if they're just biting out of anger, if they're biting out of, be, you know, being hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's instinct with these fish. Um, you know, there's certain ways that these frogs are made. And listen, these companies put a lot of time and effort in, into the science of this, you know, of, of right. creating a bait. I mean, they really do a good job with it. So that bait that we're throwing these days, again, these baits ain't cheap. They're $10, $15 right. a bait. But I can promise you these baits have been tested. These baits are putting out, you know, whatever's mimicking, you know, whether it be a frog, whether it be a mouse, whether whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the action is drawing these fish to just pair them up. And, John, what are you looking for in particular? I want to get into the times of day. Also, John, I'll tell you, it makes uh, – I'm surprised at my age I still have some hair left. makes my hair stand on end when we do the night fishing thing with the surface yeah. lures. You know, you splat and the boom, the bang, whatever. But what in yeah. particular are you looking for? You go, For example, let me throw something at it, like Newtown Lake out there or uh, right by you um, – What's it uh, in Mays Landing, Lake Lenape? Oh, good, incredible lake, Lake. Lake. Rainbow Lake, uh, the Salem Canal. Are you pinpointing any types of surface structure, mats, weed types of weeds? What are you looking for that you figure is going to hold a bigger largemouth? So this this time of year, I just went through this with my son. We call him Little Country, by the way, because he's coming out (laughs) swinging all the time. Good for him. He's he's catching them. He's got his own little, you know, Facebook and uh, Instagram going, Little Country fishing, but. Um, you know, I was going through this with him the other day, and, and, and what I told him is really simple, three simple things, is you want to find the deeper water, the deepest water you can possibly find. If you can find running water, that's, that's even better. And the third thing I told him to look for is anything overhanging, whether it's a bridge, a culvert, you know what else they like is the drainage pipes where they can get shade. Again, let's go back to them acting yeah. like humans. They want to get out of that hot, that hot sun, especially that noontime sun that's straight overhead. So I sent the boy out. You know, he, he and he did me good. So he picture of a four pounder he caught and he said, Dad, he says, you know, I, 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 I threw the bait right where you told me to throw it and, and not necessarily right where I told him to go. But he, he had enough sense to think there was a bridge, a walking bridge, and he flipped under the bridge mm-hmm. and that fish came out and whacked it. So, you know, oh. that fish was sitting in there. Number one, it was cold. And number one, it was a dam feeding some cooler water. It was mixing up the water and it was deep. Um, there you go. Yeah, he had all all three situations there, and that's just an ambush point for a large mouth. I mean, mm-hmm. they 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 again they 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 got out of the sun. They're in some cooler water. They're just waiting for something to float by. He flipped that Senko in there, and that's another thing. You know, we can get into that's a whole another topic. I mean, as much as I like to throw top water and stuff like that in the summertime because they're a go to baits. Yeah, don't ever ever roll out finesse fish in this time of year. Especially if you find like an opening in the highway, an opening, you know, a little interruption in the weeds. We're speaking with Big Country, John Hageman, FLW Costa uh, Tournament Bass Fishing Pro Competitor. Well, again, John, but are you looking for like, what are your, oh yeah, I prefer that. You like lily pads, you like the the big rolling mats of milfoil, you like the stick-ups, the lay-downs. What's your prime area that you say, "Um, that's, oh, I got it, I look at this, and that's where that bass is going to be. What do you like? So... You know, there's there's a big difference between tournament fishing, you know, outside of New Jersey and 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 lake fishing in Jer- in Jersey. As you know, these are smaller smaller bodies bodies of water. Um, so the first thing, if if I can pick anything, and if it's twelve o'clock noon and it's it's just the dog days of summer, the bite has slowed down since the morning. Me personally, I'm going to go look for docks. Now, docks okay. are hard to find in South Jersey water. I get that, mm-hmm. but. You know, here's another thing, Tommy, I like to tell people when I'm when I'm just trying to give them, you know, just little tips and insiders. You know, we, we as bank fishermen, the first thing you do when you walk out on the bank on the lake is you want to cast as far as you can, right, to the middle of that lake. Now, if I'm on a boat and I'm on that same lake, where am I? Where You're am casting I inside. <laughs> Into the, the bank. bank yeah. right? So for years, for years, I'd take that lure and I would, I mean, as far as I can get it out there. And then I started, you know, competing and fishing, you know, on, on, off of a boat, and I'm doing total opposite. So now as I, as I am teaching my son or, or even just walking around the lakes with him off the bank, I'm skipping tight to the bank. I mean, these guys are going out there and throwing as hard as they can. All the cover, all the shade, and a lot of times the deeper water, believe it or not, comes to the bank. Um, your dams, I mean, they're going to be on the sides of the banks, right. you know, so you're, yeah, you're yeah. overhanging trees. They're on the banks. They're not in the middle of that lake. 
So it's just it's one thing to keep in mind. It's, I've been very successful with that with, with regards to bank fishing, um, and it's and starting to pay off for my son as well. Okay, joining us on Rack of Inline today is the actually we're in the studio early. We are in the studio actually. It is a believe it or not, it is a Thursday evening, and uh, we'll be back again to to wrap up uh, the show with some other guests. However, we have Big John, Big Country, rather I should say, John Hagman on some. Some bass fishing techniques, the hot weather, the, the rats on the mats, the frogs on the mats, the vegetation, whatever you want to call it. John, I want to get into some baits in the next segment. You're going to hang in, correct? Yes, sir. I'll okay. be here. People, grab that cup, grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio with John Big Country Hageman. And I, I'm telling you this, but right now, you heard it. You heard it tonight. Rack and Fin Radio. Little Country Hageman will be in the money on the tournament trail before you know it. I'll be right back. <laughs> Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Comfort now by Bob McAllister. Because you deserve comfort now. Ah, uh, summer. What's that mean to you? For me, it's beach, baseball, eating outdoors someplace on the water whenever I can. But we also think about keeping you comfortable. So that means we're there to take care of your air conditioning Monday through Friday, weekends, evenings, and the 4th of July, too. Sometimes that makes us late for the barbecue, or we get there in a late inning for the baseball game. But we'll get there knowing we are able to keep somebody cool. Now, I can always catch my nap on the beach in September and October, because as we know, that's the best time of the year anyhow. If you're having a problem with your air conditioning, give us a call, because you deserve comfort now. 609-400-1005. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For the past couple of months, the Rack and Fin Radio program, yo, is in podcast form. You can go to it. Go to uh, download the WPG Talk Radio app. It's free for droids and iPhones. Click on the podcast button right in the middle of the screen. And from there, you can listen on to, to Rack and Fin anytime or download the podcast. Or you go to WPGTalkRadio.com and tap on the listen now within the, within the listen live player. You can archive this. We're now going on uh, six, seven, eight, eight programs already going. Well, join us on the line back for another segment. Big Country, John Hagman, local South Jersey bass ace. He is on the FLW COSA tournament uh, tour. Although that's, uh, I want to get into John if we, if we have time and we're really jamming here. Uh, some of his uh, uh, major sponsors include Nitro, Mercury, and Power Pole. Well, John, uh, welcome back for another segment. What I want to do is get into your choice of baits. I mean, the frogs naturally. You look at the frogs that I was on a, a, it was a down bass pro or something. I said, Mary, mother of God. I like the good old floater, Mr. Twister hog frog. Again, floating form. And John, somebody's fried. And then you look at the prices, you say, Maron to me. Whoa. <laughs> well, you know, what's uh, what's going on here? And then you look at the rat selection, John. What do you what do you choose? I mean, does it is it a, does it make a difference whether it's a rat or it's a frog? A bass sees something overhead, barely through that vegetation, sees the ripple, sees it stop, sees it go. It's going to grab it. What do you think? So, frog fishing is is very very intense when it comes to lure selection. So you know, you think they're biting a frog, and you want to let's just take the spro hollow body frog for example. Um, that's just your basic, uh, you know, rubber outside, yep. you know, hollow on the inside with the hook, the hook around the back with this, with the skirts coming off the back. You know, you, that would be my number one go-to in a black collar. But I'm telling you, I've thrown that bait and you can drag it across. They make a pop. Whoa, 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 time out. Why black, man? I, I like, I, I like a frog with a light cream color or, or white belly. I mean, isn't that natural? I never I've saw always, a black belly I've on a frog. Always, I've always gone with natural colors, um, and to me, natural is black. I mean, at that point, them frogs been laying in the mud all day. They don't come out chartreuse green, in my opinion. Now, there's a Good time point. and a place for chartreuse colors. Good point. Um, you know, with her total, you know, mucky, dirty water. But at the top, you know, you're, it's a reaction bite. I mean, let's, mm-hmm. let's face it. So anything close to that natural presentation. Um, but getting back to the hollow body. Um, it's a great bait. I would prefer a popping frog hollow body from Spro. Um, but I'll tell you, after a half hour not getting any kind of reaction, it's, it's the craziest thing, Tommy. I'm telling you, you can put on what they would call a toad, like a Zoom makes what they call a horny toad. Now, that's, yeah. that's a that's a dense plastic bait, almost like you're going back to like a Texas rig type style bait. 
and it's still a frog. It's still a top water retrieve, and you're you're you know you're you're throwing around the same the same stuff, and you'll get a reaction from that bait and not the spro, or vice versa. You get a reaction from the spro, but not the the, the, the toad. Um, and then you throw in like a lunker hunt type frog, where the the back legs are kicking, which I've done very well with them in the last few years when right. it comes to uh, frogging. Um, but it's just crazy that you know just because you're throwing a hollow body frog, and they're not eating it. Don't don't hesitate to pick up that zoom that you know that, and they all make them. Ribbit makes them. I mean, they're all you know. Mm-hmm. Every company Strike King makes them, and it's more of a dense body frog, and they'll eat that. But or vice versa. It's kind of crazy. Well, John, when a frog's going across the water, it's kick, 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 stop. Kick. I've seen some that were being chased, obviously by a pickerel. Those little suckers are, are kicking for their lives. Or even I seen <laughs> sure. some mice swimming around. I saw. I'll never forget. It was a great. Cu- well, it didn't last long. Trying to remember what uh, what venue it was somewhere up. I think it may have been Mercer Lake up there uh, outside of Trenton, you know, Mercer yeah, County Lake. Yeah. And I said, well, well, look at that little. It was like a gray. It was a wood rat or wood mouse or something like that going along, like swimming across. Boof! Just disappeared. <laughs> like it's like it got flushed down the toilet. And so yeah. again, that little sucker was moving. He wasn't pausing. A like frog's kick, kick, kicks up. What kind yeah. of retrieve that you find draws the most strikes? Again, on a hot ass day, a hundred degrees out, heat index one hundred and ten, and it's your only chance to fish, and you're out there. What do you got? Well, I'm going to go with two, Tommy. And, and listen, with frog fishing and, and any kind of top water, it is about cadence. You know, pop, pops, pause, pop, 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 pause. You know, however, um, the steady retrieve in the hot water is pretty good with regards to a hollow body frog. Um, now, again, I like the pop in action frog just because you, you're, you're making more weight with the water, um, especially if we're talking about, you know, the thick stuff that we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. you know, the, the milfoil, the grass, the, yep. you know, the, the pads, um, and some of that stock grass that just kind of is like a just a, a, a slime that grows on top of these South Jersey lakes. Oh, yeah. Um, I own a lake. Popping, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that, <laughs> That popping frog will will generate more strikes because it's it's a more aggressive. You know, it's shaking mm-hmm. up the water a little bit more. Um, so I would tend to lean towards uh, a popping frog. Okay, what about rats? You ever use the rats? I just like the term rats. I have on rats. I've used the rodentian. Um, they seem to work not as well as a frog, more or less. But I, I've got fish on them. Yes, absolutely. Again, this is this is a reaction strikes this time of year. Um, it, it's all about that. It's still creating that V across the top of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, it's showing them something that's moving across the water. And again, I've I've seen on on you know many times where these these they actually make baby frog baits now. Yeah, um, I've seen. It. I mean, baby, I'm talking baby ducks. I'm sorry. Um, oh, because so I've seen a little crazy. like Lonnie Stanley makes these little tiny uh, little tiny frogs as well. But yeah, I've seen a duck oh, yeah. things too, man. Yeah. Yep, yep, it's crazy. And and again, I think it's a lot of reaction, man. I think it has to do with a lot of what's what's around that lake. I mean, all, not all lakes are loaded with frogs. You know, mm-hmm. some. Uh, me personally, I mean, you've seen a mouse come across the water. You know, I've I've seen them. I've seen them come down logs and stuff where I'm fishing. I'm sure they fall in the water. Yeah. You know, a lot of things. What we see in tournament fishing, Tommy, is when we put these fish in the live wells to keep them alive all day. They'll actually regurgitate what they're eating. Yeah, yeah I've seen um, stuff. So, oh, yeah. You're like, holy God, I saw one regurgitate yeah. a turtle. I, 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 I've seen some crazy stuff. You know, a lot of times it's crawfish when we're, you know, we're north. Right. Um, and, but, you know, you look at that and, and you see, I've, I've, I've seen hundreds of frogs in my crawl, I mean, mm-hmm. in, uh, in my live well, you know, and <laughs> sometimes I found them a week later because I didn't think to check. And it's not a good scene, but, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, you see, a, you do see a lot of frogs. John, it was, a, I forget what, God, how many, was it, was it about a hundred years ago when the Bassmaster Classic was in Pittsburgh? Boy, that was, that was a tough one. I mean, a the big catch rivers. of the day. Oh yeah. Oh, John, that was a, Kevin, that was Kevin a tough tournament. won that tournament with, I think, 11 pounds of yeah. the lowest weight ever. Well, there was a guy, there was an exhibitor there. John, he was selling bird lures, hand-carved yes. wooden birds, he had his, uh, he had black red wing blackbirds. He had starlings. He had robins with a little treble hook underneath, and he had a little pond there set up. Man, he sold every day. He sold out. <laughs> that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I think we're lure collectors just because we're ate up with this sport, and you want the you know yeah. the, the, the latest and greatest, and you think you can get an edge on somebody in this sport, and it's <laughs> there's 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 no money. Uh, <laughs> well, John, uh, to the one t- I didn't see it, but it was right there. 
Uh, I'll tell you exactly the lake was. Way, way, way up there, top of the state in High Point State Park. Stevie Kill Lake, I think the last lake in New Jersey, got on Route 23. And I'm fishing along the bank, and there was a birch tree that had fallen in the water. And there's a, there's a I don't know, Tweety Birds tree. And I'm there working, casting my plastic worm. I was in high school or something like that. And, and there was a bird flitting because the, the tree was still alive. Plenty of leaves on it. Maybe the bird had a nest there or something. I don't know. Then all of a sudden, I heard a splash. And I turned around, and, John, there were some feathers floating right next to it. I said, no, I didn't see it, but... That bird's ass right. was grass, man. He was done. <laughs> you know what happened. That's what I mean. That's a reaction. You know, they're not waiting for that bird to fall out of a tree, obviously. But <laughs> if you put it in front of that bass at the right time, and he's he's going to eat it. And that's, yeah. again, going back to, you know, when you when you're bank fishing top water and you want to you want to cast out to the middle of that lake. Think about that. I mean, them trees are overhanging overhanging the banks. That's where that bass was sitting. Don't ever yeah. overlook the you know the shallows. Okay, join us on the Ragavin line today is big. Country John Hageman, uh, local South Jersey boy, made good man. Just uh, John, I want to get. We, you, uh, okay, I lied to you. We're gonna. I'm gonna hold you out for another segment. You got that? You can't go anywhere. <laughs> so hang in, John. I want to talk uh, some of the tackle, the frog specific rods I'm seeing. You know, the Saint Croix ICAST was just in Saint Croix Phoenix are making frog specific rods and some braid ideal for frog. And I'm seeing this. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, John, I want to talk to you, if we can, um, touch on a couple of minutes. What is happening on the pro bass circuit via via the COVID uh, fiasco? Can you hang in for one more segment? Yes, sir, absolutely. People, you listen to Tom P. and Big Country John Hagman, Rack and Fin Radio. Weekend of August 1st and 2nd already. Topic is frogging. I like to say rats on a mat suit. That surface, this hot. Nasty, snot hanging, sweaty weather, and there are big bass to be caught. Now, John, also, I want to talk to you about uh, prime times of day when you have a chance to go frogging. People, be right back. Rack and Fin. I'm having too much. I can pay for this. I'm having too much fun. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Fox News. I'm Carmen Roberts. Florida's southeast coast is preparing for Hurricane Isaias today. Putting up the shutters. I uh, want to protect my property. I can't afford to work another 30 years to get another one. Federal officials say residents all the way up to Maine should be closely tracking this dangerous storm. Fox says Caroline Shively. The storm comes in the midst of the pandemic with Florida reporting a record 257 COVID-19 deaths on Friday. Unsealed court documents contradict Gilan Maxwell's claim that she had not been in touch with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein for a decade. In the 2015 email, Epstein appears to coach Maxwell on how to deny allegations of wrongdoing. Fox says Brian Yenis. Maxwell was arrested on charges of recruiting underage girls for Epstein. He killed himself last year in jail. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather Forecast for South Jersey. Partly sunny, hot, and humid. Today's high, 93. Partly cloudy, very warm, humid tonight, low 76. A mix of sun and patchy clouds. Hot tomorrow, high 96. Partly cloudy, very warm, and humid tomorrow night, low 76. I'm AccuWeather's Jonathan Reed on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we go. Look out below. You're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Joining big country, John Hageman, South Jersey Bass Pro. And John, let's get into, let's get into the tackle right now. You know, ICAST is over. I'm seeing these again, as I mentioned in the last segment, end of the last segment, frog specific tackle, surface fishing specific tackle, frogs, rats, whatever you want to call them. And John, then I'm looking at the price tag of some of these. What I'm thinking, seven foot, eight inch rods. Seven foot nine inch rods, seven foot six inch rods, and I think maybe one or two spinning. Everything's you know the, the bait casting. Uh, John, is this a is this just a phenomenon in your opinion? Marketing. I mean, you see it all, you do it all. What do you think? No, I, I don't think it's so much marketing. I do believe that there's a a, a better rod for frogging. Um, me personally, you know, I've had six, seven foot six flipping sticks and seven foot six frog rods. I always fish a frog with a heavy rod. Um, I've since went back to a medium heavy um, mm-hmm. because, you know, again, frog fishing, there's, there's a small window for us in South Jersey. It's, it's two, about two months, right. maybe at best. And, you know, 
if you're not doing it every day like these boys in Florida, you're rusty. And I'm going to tell you right now, a largemouth, you can't be rusty with a frog bite on a largemouth. The first initial knee-jerk reaction is set the hook. That right. explosion will, will have you set in the hook. I've learned with the medium-heavy action, it gives it enough for that bass to take it with that heavy action, stiffer rod. The minute mm-hmm. you yank that, that, that bait, it's coming out of that fish's mouth. Right. So I've, I've learned to go to like a 7-foot, seven 7-3, seven, medium-heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you another thing, Tom. All these rods, you know, rod companies, they're very different now. You know, when I fished as a medium-heavy rod for most of my life, I pick up a medium heavy rod now and I'm like, Ooh, that's a heavy rod. That's right. really stiff action. You know? So mm-hmm. you almost want to right. feel these rods, put them in your hands before you buy. And John, you know, a, a major player always, but it's always been, you know, in the backdrop, you know, who's coming on really strong. It's all under the, the pure fishing umbrella. And I know I Canelli has the, the, some, uh, sponsor, I mean, designing with him, whatever, but that Abu Garcia, whoa. Love them. I'm a St. Yes. Croix guy too, but that Abu Garcia, Mary Mother of God, do they have some uh, some outstanding selection? Again, for a frog series as well. Well, John, I saw an ad somewhere, I forget where it was, online or whatever, the, a little low-profile bait, a teeny tiny little thing. And it says, "Ideal, uh, your ideal frog and bait caster. I says, wait, this is, getting, this is going a little too far, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably, it probably has something to do with the retrieve. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, John, let's, let's, speaking of retrieve, let's get to the connection. Braid, braid, and more braid, heavy braid. Uh, shout out to Chris Smith. Listeners, he is a senior fisheries biologist and former uh, pro circuit uh, angler with the Division of Fish and Wildlife Bureau of Freshwater Fisheries. Loves his frog and as well. He says, Tom P., minimum, minimum, especially in South Jersey, frog is 50-pound braid. He prefers 65 yeah. and sometimes 80. I mean, whoa. Yeah. But, uh, no, listeners, no silly leader, no, no silly tackle like that. This is to the frog or to the rat. Cause John, like, you know, when you get these fish and you, sometimes the fish may be five pounds and you're bringing in 10 pounds of vegetation in addition to that. And you need That's that correct. cut through those weeds, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I might, me personally, you know, Chris has been around a long time. We, we, we've, we've known each other a long time. Um, you know, six, I'm, I'm at 60 pound. Uh, power pro that would be that's my go-to yep. line um and listen if you can get away with throwing heavy line why wouldn't you and you can absolutely do that with frog fishing you know right. there's no line size small mouth that's going to see your line so you've got to be fluorocarbon six pound and, right. and even leaders for that matter if you can get away with throwing goat rope throw it go it's funny geez that's a, maybe the third time i've heard that term i saw a guy with that way i guess it was lake jordan alabama 65 yep. pounds and he said Ready, ready. And he's spitting his cup. <laughs> Tom P., if I had 80, I'd go with that. But no need for 80 right now. But a little while, you're going to need 80. This is 80 passes. What are you, marlin fishing? What? <laughs> <laughs> it is funny because a lot of my friends are saltwater fishermen, and they'll say, hey, you know what? Uh, and I tell them 65-pound braid, and they, and they laugh at me, mm-hmm. you know, because they're – you know, they're, they're fishing for 60-pound striper with that stuff, and, and here I am fishing for a five-pound largemouth. But you nailed it. You know, I'm bringing in that mat. I mean, mm-hmm. there's – there's, and the other thing with braid, it floats. It does not hurt the, the action of that bait. Right. You know, if I was to throw that with fluorocarbon, that fluorocarbon is going to sink. It's right. Pull the nose of that frog down, especially if it's a pop frog, it's going to mess the action up. So if you can get away with throwing braid, go for it. John, you the – can't do it with finesse fishing. The inhalation, the strike. I mean, is it, again, my, you know, sometimes you can anticipate it. You'll see a little ripple in the water, a little wave, and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, the implosion. What is it? Is it a, a two or three second pause, then set it? What do you do? Or again, like you said, I, I pulled the frog out of the lovely D Marie. You pulled it out wow. again. You know, all the time. It gets, it a, gets crazy. One, one thousand, one, one thousand count in your head, but I'm going to tell you that is not easy. And anybody's listening right now is going to laugh too because. It's just, that's what we're out there for. You, you you can go for an hour without a bite, and then all of a sudden you get an explosion. You're yanking back on that fish. Mm-hmm. You know, I tend to, I've I, I, you know, trained myself to, actually, I'm a line watcher as it is. That's how I learned to fish with, you know, fish in the Senkos. I right. watch my line religiously. I don't wait for a bite to, to feel a bite. I watch my line. Um, and I've learned to do that with the frog. So, you obviously, you know he's there. You know he attacked it. Mm-hmm. I, at that point, I start watching my line. If that line's drifting, that line's jerking, I, I reel down and, and, and you give it to them because you got 60 pound braid and you can, and you yep. give it everything you got. 
Well, John, I, I, a whole other a whole other show would be uh, the the night game, night fishing. I like to uh, nail nail you down to to do that program with sure. you. But time yeah. of day, John. Like you have one day to fish. It happens to be a day like you know, like Thursday, for example. We had the sun, the blistering heat, then the rain, and the a cooling off period. The breeze picked up, got hot again. The humidity comes back. Time of day uh, when you okay? I'm going to be frogging. This is the situation. Do you prefer super, super early first thing, first light? Do you prefer the end of the day, or are you just balls to the wall, go to it, because that's your one day to fish? Are we are we speaking frog specific? Fro- yeah, frog, no, frogs, frog specific. Uh, middle of the day, honestly. Um, you know, I, I just, I mean, that's that's kind of when, you know, in a tournament situation, mm-hmm. you know, that morning bite, you can get away with a lot of different baits. You know, that mm-hmm. right before dark light, you can get a, get away with a lot of different baits. That frog fishing, to me, is is the grind. It's that midday grind where you've got to go find them in that mud. You know, you've got to go find yeah. them in that thick stuff in the swamps and whatever you got to do. So I'm going to say midday, as crazy as that sounds, because that's a very difficult day, time of day to fish in the summer. Oh, yeah. Oh. But that's when I'm throwing a frog. Come nighttime, I'm throwing a popper. You know, morning time, I'm finesse fishing. Yeah. You know, I still throw the frog around. Um, but that's my grinding bait. That's my yeah. two. There's nothing else going on. You better put that frog and put it in your arms and, and, and just go to town. Hagman, I'm going to throw you a curve. Uh, buzz baits. They have their mm-hmm. they have their uh, time right now. Again, a little alleyway in those weeds. I mean, right along the top. Yep. They're bad. I love my, I love my buzzers, man. <laughs> I like a buzz bait in the morning. Um, smallmouth. If you're around smallmouth in the morning, you know, you know, uh, you know, first first light. He will have some serious action with a buzz bait. That's definitely a good morning top water bait. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these fish are feeding first thing in the morning, and they're feeding that last hour, that last 45 minutes before dark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always tell my son and whoever else asks me, what's a good time to go fishing? A good time to go fishing is when you can go. Exactly. Period. Um, Fair enough. If you Fair can enough. learn how to catch them in different conditions, That's listen, <laughs> if, if you got all day tomorrow, I'm going to tell you to go first thing in the morning or that 45 minutes before dark. But for whatever reason, you can't. You go fishing when you can, and you learn to catch them when you can. Well, John, before I let you go, what is the story now with the the, the various uh, tournament circuits? I'm seeing cancellation here, cancellation of the Elite Series still competitive. What is going on? It's, it's Everything's been thrown into a turmoil. I mean, your tournament thing is sort of up in the air still, pardon the pun, correct? It's crazy, Tommy. I mean, and, and, and I haven't fished any tournaments this year. Um you know, I've still, you know, been able to get out of state and, and, you know, fish some of the bodies of water that I would normally fish in tournaments just to, to kind of stay sharp. Um, it's it's just crazy. So, you know, the best time to tournament fish, you know, we wait all winter for these times is, is, is this early spring. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's March and April. And that was right in the heat of this COVID stuff. So everything right. was postponed. So you didn't know when it was going to be rescheduled. Uh, they tried to reschedule some things as these states right. opened up. But, you know, now we have, you know, these hot states for me as a New Jersey fisherman to, to go to Maryland right now today and fish the Potomac. I got to come home and quarantine for 14 days, you so, know, for see, a guy that works yeah. for a living. That's not even, that's, um, that's not even possible. Um, you know, the elites are still getting it. Um, you know, for example, Tommy, you know, they were up and, and supposed to fish St. Lawrence last week, which they did, but they were supposed to fish up, up out of Ogden. Uh, which was a different county. They didn't right. want them coming in from for, for the COVID, so they sent them to Clayton. Um, they were all COVID tested before they, you know, when they came mm-hmm. into town, and now they went to Champlain this week and are COVID tested again. Um, you know, things are getting canceled, things are getting moved, things are uh, just up in the air. Um, it's just crazy. John, it is indeed. Well, John, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin Radio. By the way, how is that incredible family of yours? Everybody's doing well, Tommy. The girls are, uh, you know, they're they're still doing good. We're going to St. Lawrence in two weeks. So, you know, look for a lot of fish pictures from the kids and myself. And, you know, we're looking forward to getting out of here for a little while. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, John. Whoa. Got a message here. Candlewood bass fear him. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) We, oh, man, we lit him up on Candlewood a couple weeks ago. It was a great trip. My father and me and my son. Good for you. Wow. Well, John, listen, you take a one last shout out to your local sponsors. Go, bro. Who do you got? Oh, Nitro Mercury, but more importantly, my local sponsors, Ducktown Tavern, Your Tech Pest Control, Con Mechanical, Foreman's Auto Body, and Galloway Painting, uh, Bucktails Outfitters. Um, I couldn't do any of this without them. I mean, again, these guys are they're, they're, they're too good to me, and they believe in me, so I, I thank them. Okay, Big Country, thanks for your insight. Listeners, 
Rats on the mats, frogs when it's hot, get after and enjoy incredible surface bite. As Big Country says, man, hey, middle of the day. I'll tell you, John, where um, I saw some, whoa, and that big, three and a half, four pounds, right on Route 9 there in the little town of Tucker, there's Pacon Lake. Yep. And it looks like just one big globby mass between the goose on the back. And this kid's throwing this yellow frog and just running it parallel to the bank, right off that beach area between all the goose over there. Yeah. Maybe, John, maybe five yards off the bank. No, not even. Maybe three yards off the bank. And that were some weeds and lily pad. Bob, boom. And he got this bass. And I says, son of, you know, there you go. Right here, right on Route 9, right in town. In the middle yeah. of the day. You were right, Big That's Country. It. You were right. You got to go when you can go, man. And, and you know what? That's that, that, that frog is a grinding bait. And, you, you know, you'll grind it out with them. Okay, man. You take care, Big Country. I'll see you on the water one of these, uh, one of these decades. <laughs> Brother, brother Tom, thanks for having me. It's always fun. We'll see you, man. You take care. Yep, thank you. Big country hagman. Good guy. Up against a break. We get back. We have time for one fishing report. I want to, I want to key in on what is happening in Atlantic City. Wow. It is on fire. Grab that cup. Grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. At Rossi Honda, we are open. Sales, service, and parts. Our store is safe and sanitized. And with the Rossi Blue Glove treatment, we ensure that your visit will be entirely contact-free. There's never been a better time to buy a new Honda from Rossi Honda. Get the 2020 Honda Civic LX for only $159 a month. And get rates as low as 1.9% on all Civics. We offer Free oil changes for up to five years or 60,000 miles. Visit us online at RossiHonda.com. We treat you better, period. Six feet apart. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You're wrapping it up on Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of August 1st and 2nd. I said, I promise we want to do an update on what is happening on the fishing scene in Atlantic City where it is on fire. Triple banging. As my main man, Noel Feliciano, at one-stop bait and tackle, says so able to just, I had a tack. Now, he lost a lot of weight. Noel is looking felt. He's looking cool, man. He's, he's, he has his, his beautiful little little granddaughter, Stella. So he's trimming up. But I still had a tackle him. He's still a handful there. Get him on the line right now with an update. What is happening in AC? Noel, how you doing, little brother? What is not happening in AC? AC is super awesome. It's triple banging. The, the, the sun rises, the sun sets, and the fishing is super epic. And I can tell you, they're catching Spanish mackerel. They're catching tog. You got to throw them back. They're catching sheep's head. They're catching uh, triggerfish. The flounder situation. Ho, 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 ho. The best has ever been in the past four years. I can guarantee you a flounder if you come down. And the royals are super here. I just I just did a video a few minutes ago. A guy had over fifty fish. And Whoa! I'm gonna put 50, up in a king, couple, fifty king fish. Fifty kings. Fifty five Jeez. zero on the lucky one stop bloodworms. This is the <laughs> trick. <laughs> well, no, well, no, whoa, 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 whoa! Give up. Where was he? Give up a general area, little brother. Let me tell you something. Atlantic City is the general area. This is not a hiding spot anymore. This is front and center. And I honestly think in the state of New Jersey, nobody has more the best access, the best jetties, the best surf fishing, the best. If you're handicapped, I got a spot for you. If it's raining, I got a spot for you. If it's beautiful out and and, and you don't want to get to the hustle and bustle of the fish, I got a spot for you hidden. But there's plenty of spots in front of Vermont Avenue, in front of the casinos, has been on fire. Wow. A lot of guys frown upon going to in front of the casinos, but the casinos, there's all that in a bag of chips. I'm telling you, I can guarantee you the rod to bend, baby. <laughs> Triple banging in AC. Well, Noel, let's get to uh, my favorite eating fish of all time, next to kingfish, naturally. The trigger fish. Jetties, uh, what's the bait? Crab, uh, shrimp, what? Trigger fish has been hitting on the clams, the, the crabs a little bit, and the uh, clam. So that's predominantly you use uh you can use a tog jig or you can use a high low rig something small mm-hmm. you got to remember these triggers they can pick something up yeah. to move to get to their prey i don't know if you know this or not this is a very intelligent fish it, it's it's a very good eating tasting fish oh yeah it, it, 
it's it's hard to get into the skin, but you once you get to the gill plate, you're absolutely golden, yep. and you will never ever throw another one back. You'll be targeting just that one fish. No, well, I had a I had a, a local sharpie down your way. Actually, it was more the uh, the Ventnor area telling me he uses for the and it works. He uses the uh, cooked shrimp for the triggers. They they can't pull it off that easily. And man, it works. But no, well, now the sheep's head. They're badass. They're big. They're called convict fish. Uh, we had Dan Schaefer on a couple of weeks ago talking about the triggers. Which jetties? I mean, at the, at the end of the jetties, they tucked in close. What's the dealio? Let me tell you something. The sheep's head are predominantly, it's a hidden gem. It's, you know, like Schaefer says, a lot of people don't know a lot about it. But this is one of the only things that every fishing tactic tactic that you have throw it out the window and i'm gonna tell you the reason why (laughs) (laughs) it's absolutely true you get up to the piling you shove your rod into a piling all right and you let your rod go down you just open a spool do not cast it do not hit the bottom and do not stay up the top so you hit three columns of the water in the middle so you're not on the floor you're not all the way up the top and then you check it the first time one depth the second depth and the third depth, and then you find it where they're at, and that's why you use the lightest jig that you could possibly use. Mm-hmm. You can use hermit crabs, you can use green crabs, you can use fiddler crabs and uh, crustaceans and stuff like that. Yeah. You can use it all. But the most important thing, you got to fish up and down. If you're on a jetty system, you got to find one of your tog spots that you can go straight down and never hit the ground and never hit a rock. There you go. Straight up and down. It's very finicky. I'll tell you, listeners, this man is a beyond a wealth, a treasure chest of information. Now, now, well, to this favorite, uh, favorite fish of summer, tourists and, and locals and, and veteran anglers, flounder. What's the bite on your ninja killies? What's the deal? Listen, I don't have regular minnows. <laughs> these suicidal minnows, we're trained these, they die trying. And, 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 and this is why we sell lucky bait because the most important thing is not selling a piece of bait. It's selling some knowledge so people can catch them. It's not, you know, a person asks me, where can I go for the hot spot? Every day it changes. That's why I give you a video fishing report every day from different spots of Atlantic City, New Jersey, and the surrounding area. This is exactly why I do what I do on the one-stop bait AC. Check it out. And, and my whole thing is putting you on fish 100% of the time. Because if your rod bends and you bring that one catch that you had, Maybe as your personal best, I feel super stoked more than you catching the fish. That's it. And listen, as the man knows, uh, he speaks from the heart. Before I let you go, Feliciano, what about my spot there along the seawall? How's the fishing there? Wow. Now you touched the subject that no. I already wrote. No. No. I'm, and I'm, I'm telling you the reason why. You don't have to cast at the seawall. Literally, you hit your bait straight up and down. A lot of people using the four-letter word. I don't want to even talk about it, but the minnows and squid are out fishing all of it. Yep. We got the basics, guys. This is the most important thing. Plastics are for imitation only. A lot of guys went to the to 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 the to the to the four-letter word because they couldn't <laughs> find minnows. But this is the reason why a lot of people are catching fish in in, in Atlantic City. It's bait. That's Pretty it. simple. That's it. That's I got it. the freshest the freshest bait. That you could possibly buy because they come in, they go out. I can't, I can't, I can't keep up with it. That's this, how buzzy. This is true. Okay, Noel, man, you have a great weekend and best of the family. Love it. And how's the beautiful little Stella? Let me tell you something. She just turned one, and I'm super stoked about that. I got her a little jeep. We're running around with a remote control. <laughs> We're having a super blast, you know. Okay, Noel. Hey, one more time with that uh, Facebook page and website, please. One Stop Bait AC on Facebook, one word, and I'm at 609-348-9450. I'm at 416 Atlantic Avenue, Atlantic City, New Jersey. There you go. Come on. Make your rod bend for guarantee. Yeah, well, we'll see you this week, man. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, way long. That'll do it for this week. I'm Rockin' Fin Radio. Thank you all for listening. As always, uh, get out there and enjoy. God bless America. God bless the troops. God bless law enforcement and first responders. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. 95.5 FM.